Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. As you know, in season four, we're putting our asses on the line and exploring Sex 3.0, the road to happiness. And we thought that it would be a beautiful challenge for each of us in the cast to choose our own path to paradise in the realms of sex, sexuality, and self-care to see what gems we could uncover for all of you fabulous glitterati. Why? Because we fucking love you. And we hope this inspires you to embark on your own journey to profound bliss and satisfaction in your own life. Today, we are speaking to the one and only Eve. We are talking body image, self-image, and self-love. So, Eve, what the hell have you been up to since you've, since you've been traveling the world? <laughs> um, there's been a lot going on this year. Uh, I traveled to India, to Bhutan, to the south of Spain, I saw the Taj Mahal. I took a course in emotional freedom technique to become a practitioner of something called tapping, which for our listeners out there, if you haven't done tapping before, I highly recommend going onto YouTube and finding this woman, Sonia Sophia, and uh, experimenting with tapping. She's amazing. So I went to go do a course with her. And I've been all kinds of places. I mean, I went to a film festival in Utah that... premiered a short film that I'm in. And it's been a year of a lot of adventures, which is why I haven't been in many of the episodes. I've been more behind the scenes for the last few months, just writing the blog post, which I'm sure all of you out there are reading religiously. And in which, in which city did you have the craziest sexual experience? I don't know the answer to that. Uh, What's the one that just popped in your head when I asked you that question? Well, I was just thinking about all the hot sex I've been having at home. (laughs) So Los Angeles is the answer. Los Angeles. Los Angeles is the answer, yeah. And and before in the beginning of the season, you you really were gonna delve into sex magic was the the path you thought was your road to happiness. Is how how was that did that end up being your road to happiness or what what is what has unfolded in your in the realms of lessons for you? Well, I purchased a book called The Art of Sexual Ecstasy by Margot Anand. And the book is fantastic. And it sat on our bedstand and we would read you know, one, maybe two pages together before we would start a session. Who is is our, and is it male or female? Oh, oh, thank you. Let me update everyone. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) I live with a man. So there was a long time where I was dating both a man and a woman, who you all know intimately. And... It's sugar. (laughs) She was too... Just in case. In case you were wondering, it was sugar. She was dating sugar. So yes, I was dating sugar and the person who is now currently my partner at the same time. That was really awesome. And he asked me to move in with him. And at that point, it became something that he just wanted to have an exclusive relationship with me. So sugar and I had to say our goodbyes in that way for the moment. So yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And I have a whole other side to that story. That compliments, <laughs> though, just my perspective. But no, it really was so beautiful to watch you manifest the relationship of your dreams. And Thank yes, it was you. sad as fuck. And I was so happy for you that, you know, it was like, this is why we got into it. We were like, we're going to manifest shit. So speaking of manifestation, so this book that yes. you read. Sat on the bedside table. So after we had made it through about maybe 30 pages, it seemed like my partner kind of lost interest. And then we just started hitting it, you know, and skipping the part where we read for a little while beforehand. So, and there was some audiobook listening. I remember we took a, a road trip and um, there's some exercises that you need to do one-on-one -on -one and you definitely can't do them while you're driving. So we got off on the side of the road on a country road and we were doing these breathing exercises and putting our hands above our heads <laughs> and all this kind of stuff as, you know, people driving pickup trucks and shit would just pass occasionally. So it was a bit of a journey and I would say that we have still yet to complete that. What I discovered along the way was really, you know, if I want to learn about Tantra, if I want to learn about sex magic, it's not about waiting for my partner to be ready to learn what I want to learn. It's just something for me to take on. And this kind of has been the theme of the entire last five months to a year has really been about self-care and looking to see how can I have what I want and not wait for my partner to be ready and not wait for one of the things I've been really dealing with um, that I've had huge breakthroughs in is how I see myself, physically how I see myself. So uh, some of our listeners out there might remember we had some uh, amazing body shaming uh, body shame episode. And we had a coach lead us each through different things that we were dealing with. And what I was dealing with was my skin and all the hangups I had had about it since I was 11 years old. And I have to say that is the thing. One of the things that I've had the biggest breakthroughs in is just loving myself as I am right now. And you know, you said just because I had the privilege of having uh, having conversations with you, there was something you had said around your current relationship and this. Oh, yeah. Well, so I had a, a girl's birthday weekend in Joshua Tree a couple weeks ago, and we definitely imbibed our little our little desert mushroom friends to come on the journey with us. <laughs> and it was probably two in the morning. I was kind of winding down and I was thinking I was going to go to bed soon. I went into the bathroom just to pee. And then I stood up and I saw there was this big full length mirror. And I thought, you know what? It'd probably be really good for me to just do some mirror work while I'm in this medicine kind of healing space. And oddly enough, there was this kind of velour pillow sitting up against the side of the shower in that bathroom. It was so weird. So I took the pillow and I put it right in front of the mirror and I started looking at myself and started thinking loving thoughts, you know, about what I was seeing in front of me. And someone walked in on me. It was one of the other women who was at this kind of ladies' birthday retreat. And she asked me what I was doing. I shared it with her. And she said, you know what? The most extraordinary experience that I've had in any of my lifetimes 
was the time that I did a self-love meditation in front of a mirror while on DMT. And I said, wow. And that's, I mean, the most extraordinary experience of any of her lifetimes really meant something because this very young woman, under 30 years old, had already spent eight years naked living in a national park in Hawaii. What? Yes. Oh, my God. She is a magical (laughs) unicorn of a human. Yeah. Where is this place? How can I? Oh, that would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's it's on Kauai. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Let's go, Katie. You and me. It's like Katie's worst nightmare. Um, I was yeah, there exactly. for my honeymoon. Obviously, I'm the obvious choice in the I room. I like the resort. I just wanted to make Katie uncomfortable. Obviously, you're the choice to go with me, sugar. Of course, you're the obvious choice. Maybe Tamiko. <laughs> Katie and I will go to the resort. <laughs> You guys can come and take showers. We're there. In Is there a one eight hundred number? How do I? If you'd like to go in the months. pool, <laughs> yeah, there'll exactly. be four of them, um, and clothes are required at the resort. <laughs> and we'll be sure to have all the hookups by then. <laughs> I'll have all the other kind of hookups. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I know it's a lot of information that she lived her life in this way. She's a that um, is pretty incredible. She's actually. an amazing human. So when she said that that was so amazing. I was really impressed. And I thought, okay, I, I take that very seriously. I'll bookmark that for next time DMT is just lying around. And yeah, what is DMT? Because I, Katie and I were wondering. Crystalline <laughs> resort people who don't know what DMT is. It is uh, dimethyltryptamine yeah. and the OG stuff comes from frogs. Well, it's actually and a chemical that's naturally released in the human brain when you die. And when you're born. And, and I think it's in some trees too. Yeah. So it exists throughout nature. Yeah. And where we get it sourced from when it's not synthetic is typically from these little Toads. Little, yeah, but it's but thank it's, you, toads. Yeah, not toads. But it's toad what happens frog. when you die. It's I why people look up. so peaceful when they die because this 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 is released and it's like this euphoric kind of bliss right right as you die. So you have something to look forward to. <laughs> so yes, some people call it. I believe it might be called the God molecule. It's where you experience unity consciousness. So for me, it was the grad school of all grad schools of any plant medicine or any any substance that I've ever done in my life. It took me so long before I ever even wanted to do it. Luckily, it's about a 15-minute trip. Yes. So it's, it's not like, too yeah. long. And um, people have had huge breakthroughs using it. And some people have felt like they died on it. And it was horrible. So That would be my fear. I, yeah. I'd actually, be trapped in my body thinking I was dead. I actually did it and I felt nothing. Like literally nothing. Was that like a bad batch? Then? No, no, no. Because mm. the other people did. I just wow. wasn't ready. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, <gasps> I was very heard, irritating. Though, that it's a really great thing to do in ceremony. Yes. Yeah. Did you do that? Yes. I had I had done DMT once before, so I knew what she was talking about, and I had done it in a ceremonial space with a, a shamanic level human being. She might. I don't think she calls herself a shaman, but she is a medicine woman, and she does administer this to people and hold space for them. And I had an extraordinary experience. A lot of ancient songs that were new to myself now 
a lot of songs came through. During, it was a super deep experience. So to have someone, so anyways, so back to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do this. Back to self-love. <laughs> so I'm sitting on this pillow in the bathroom and, um, and she says this, and I was I was bookmarking it. I'm like, good idea. Yeah, I'll do that sometime. And she goes, so I have some with me. I brought it as my gift to the group. So you're welcome to partake if you want to. No pressure, but I will, you know, administer it and hold space for you if you'd like to. Stop. And I just started nodding my head without even thinking about it. I said, yes. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awakened CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there. And if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code clittalk10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. It's everything in my body said, yes, let's do this. And you're naked sitting in front of the mirror at this point still. I was not naked. No, oh, okay. she lived naked in Hawaii on a beach. And but Crystal that said was... you're naked throughout this whole story. <laughs> I'm like, she's just naked. Okay. She's like, but well, you're I... naked, yeah? yeah. I don't remember if you specified that, but I just Listeners, always yeah, try to picture you Listeners, yeah, she was naked throughout naked. this whole story. I think I was wearing comfy yoga clothes. <laughs> right, you were winding down in your cozies. Okay. Exactly, I was in my cozies. And then um, the bathroom door opens again, and it's someone else. And she, she says, what are you all doing in here? And we explained, and we explained what was about to happen and why I sat down and all that. And she said, oh my gosh, because I had come in here and put the pillow in here and done self-love work with myself in front of the mirror. And I got this intuition that I needed to set the space for self-love and transformation here in this exact spot. So... <laughs> So she had already prayed it into existence, and I, I had just fallen into her energetic, magical trap. And there, were, and there was something that you got. There's something that you shared with me on the phone that I'm trying oh, to yeah. coax out of you. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that I thought was so golden. Yeah. So, um, so what I realized in that conversation with these women before I went into the DMT trip was, wow, there is nothing my boyfriend can say to me. Not how beautiful I am. There's no compliment that he could possibly give me or frequency that he could tell me these compliments that would have me actually believe that I'm beautiful if I don't believe it first. So... Because that, that was something that you were really struggling with him. It's like he was not giving you enough of the the adoration, you, you were feeling a really like a disconnect is what you were sharing. Well, before we moved in together, he was not sure he wanted to partner up or even be a couple. So he really kept those kind of things to himself. 
you know, he didn't do a lot of complimenting me on my exterior. Um, No matter how dressed up I was, no matter how beautiful I thought I might look or someone else, he didn't say that. Then when I moved in with him, he had crossed a threshold and he was telling me regularly how beautiful I looked, but I either was totally not hearing it. Like it was like as if he didn't say it or I was having an immediate thought right afterwards like, oh, he's just saying that to me now because he thinks that's what I want to hear. So there was be some way where I would discount the truth for him, you know? Which I'm sure so many of our listeners and those of us in this room can relate to, right? It's like, it's either we don't believe it or it's not enough or it's like, what's it going to take for me to like, and it's exhausting to our partners and to our friends. Or the delivery is wrong. Yeah, or for the people who just see us as beautiful. And we we just can't get it. Like it's exhausting for those around us. Like so, it's like I just really hear, like that, and I think for us women today, that journey of really finding that self love is a never ending one. Because there's you never. I don't know if you've ever really found it. Because like one day you feel fucking awesome, the next day you're like, what the actual fuck am I doing with my life? You know, mm-hmm. it can be that high and low for women today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's so much pressure on us to be everything. It really can. And now with, I mean, I'm even seeing my model friends use filters on their Instagram videos and stuff. It's crazy. I'm like, wow, even she's using what? So yeah, the the pressure is crazy. And so I had that realization and then I smoked that DMT. Yeah, you did, girl. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you what I realized. I realized looking in the mirror at myself I saw a flaw, what, this flaw that I think I have on my face under my right eye, this little mark. And I saw it. And then I realized who was, what was looking at that was my quote, critical eye. So somewhere along the way, I had learned to have a critical eye of my own face. So rather than looking with eyes that are ready to see and receive my beauty, I was looking to see what was wrong, what needed to be fixed. And I don't know where I picked that up, but that was my default. And that's what I discovered in that moment. And I, and I realized I needed to heal my eyesight. So that's what I did in front of that mirror was I took, I realized I see other women, other people. I see y'all's beauty. It's so obvious to me. It is so obvious to me how beautiful the women around me are. So I'll be like, oh, look at her hair. Oh, look at her eyes. Oh, look at her skin. Oh, look at her butt. Look at her. And then I think I'm, in the past, I would think I was missing something. But I realized in this moment in front of the mirror, I know how to admire others. Now what I need to do is take that that skill, that admiration eye, and now I need to put that eye on myself. So I did this kind of transference. It's hard to explain it, but it was just in the moment. It's just, it took, it took a minute and I adjusted my eyesight and I realized how beautiful I am in such a deep way, in a profound way, in a way that went to my core, in a way that went to every cell in my body. Then I saw my face start to change. You know, like that old school Michael Jackson video where the face has changed. So I didn't, it didn't look exactly like that, but my face did change. And I saw this 50-something Jamaican woman. And she had these long dreads, 
and she had a hat on and she was she was making this expression to me and she kind of had a fist by her face like yeah girl yeah woman and i realized that was me in another life wow and when i saw her cuz she was older she was and she was like one of those kind of salt of the earth women you know like so strong and i was like here i am living in la thinking that it's about glamour and like, oh, my nails aren't done or like whatever my little hangups are that tell me there's something wrong with me. And really, I come from a lineage, I mean, how many other lives of how many other places in the world of every different kind of woman. I've been every different kind of woman. And I'm, I'm here, like I was nitpicking myself instead of just realizing we're all beautiful. We're all beautiful. So this is to our listeners out there who are not uh, on a spiritual path necessarily. Yeah, <laughs> don't see say, themselves yeah. as that. I, I applaud you for still listening because this is a pretty wild conversation. Yeah, well, what, what I was going to say is for those of our listeners out here who maybe don't have access to DMT, it, there are other ways to access this breakthrough that you've had. Like what advice or what other practical ways can you offer for people to get to a place of just simply being able to see themselves newly in the mirror. Well, the inspiration for me to even begin on on that self-love practice in front of the mirror came from one of our former guests who's also a friend of mine, which is Rachel Pringle. And she did the Wild Woman episode. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me about this amazing sexual experience she had. And and how she was manifesting everything in her life that she wanted and how great everything was going for her. And I was like, girl, I want to have what you're having. Tell me what are your spiritual practices you're doing right now that are bring, you think are bringing about this kind of crazy synchronistic um, manifestation. And she said, I'm doing self-love work in front of the mirror. I'm sitting down in front of the mirror and I am admiring myself and I'm telling myself everything that I think is sexy about myself. She said, it's magical. So I just want to pass that on. Nobody needs DMT to do this. Nobody needs DMT to look at yourself with the same admiring eyes that you look at the things that you think are the most beautiful or admirable in the world. And that goes for our male listeners out there too. You know, like whatever things that men have about looking cool or looking buff or looking like some idea of what a man looks like. To just, you know, whether for men or women, or if you identify somewhere in between, it's like, you already are gorgeous. And the key is just through your own eyesight. And there's another resource. I love what you're sharing about this, Eve. And I know we've mentioned this book in the past, maybe a, a couple seasons ago. But another resource for people is a book called Calling in the One by Catherine Woodward Thomas. And I know that mm. the mirror exercise is in there as well. Oh, cool. But it's also, it's seven weeks to attract the love of your life is how is is the selling point of this book. Uh, but that could be something that people could go to to also not have to do DMT to get the experience. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard that one of the bottom line things that happens with calling in the one, I haven't done it myself, but I've heard the most amazing things about it is that you also discover that calling in the one is essentially calling in yourself. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So I've, that's done, I've read it. It's a beautiful. fantastic book and it actually gave me a lot of confidence in a way that I didn't even know was missing. And the, I did the mirror work. It was so uncomfortable. But you do it naked. So that must have been why I thought oh. you were naked. 
Crystal just wanted you to be naked. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I had to bring it back in. (laughs) Yeah, I find this really interesting because I've actually never heard of really mirror work. I mean, you know, affirmations and saying them in front of a mirror, but like to the extent you're talking about. But what really resonated for me is because there's this part in Buddhism that talks about purifying your six senses. You're listening, you're seeing, you're tasting, you're smelling, that bringing those senses to enlightenment, you know? And I never really thought about what that would look like. But Eve, when you were talking about how you were fixing your eyesight, I was like, wow, that's what that means. Like you clarified for me, what does it actually look like in a very like, you know, like in a practical sense? Because the concept of enlightening your listening, meaning like if your fucking boyfriend or husband or girlfriend or whoever the fuck it is, is complaining all the time. Buddhism is saying like, you can enlighten your ear by when they're complaining. You're like, oh good, they're so still healthy that they can bitch and moan about life. (laughs) Isn't that great? Right? That kind of concept. But this idea of self-love and and enlightening your own senses, I think is really fascinating to me, what you did. It's cool. This is a, this is a, this is a really beautiful conversation. And I think, thank you so much, Eve, for bringing, you know, body positivity in such a new way that I've never heard of that I, I can, like, and making the connection to Buddhas. And like, I just got chills in the studio. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. Um, I think, too. Eve right? of all people with her beautiful <laughs> oh my face God, I and know. body. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, that would have this. So it does say a lot about, you know, how we see ourselves in definitely. sometimes not accurate ways. Well, yeah. that's that's definitely true. I mean, like I said, I had the privilege of dating Sugar and at the same time I was dating this other man. Um, for those of you who haven't seen her, I mean, Sugar is absolutely stunningly Gorgeous. But I'm going to interrupt you because yeah. that you, it's so funny. It's so perfect, right? Because that's exactly what Tamiko was just saying about you. And you so didn't want to let it in. You wanted to immediately talk about how someone else is beautiful. Well, hold on. Let me finish my thought. No, no, no. But, but just stay with me here. Like, that's exactly the point she was making is like, you, by any standard of anyone's standards, is a fucking gorgeous woman. Thank you. Like all of us are in here thinking, how can she have any body image or fucking any kind of issue at all about the way she looks? Yeah. So Sugar and um, this man were both in their own ways telling me, you know, Sugar said things like, you're the most beautiful woman that I know. (laughs) And, And yet now I get it. You know what I mean? Now, now I get it. Yeah. So it it just it's been quite a journey. So I would just want to say for all our listeners out there, whatever hangups you have, whatever concerns you have, whatever things you think you need to get surgery for or need to be fixed or that other people can't live with or that you can't live with, I just really want to invite you to to heal the way that you see yourself and just know that whoever you're comparing yourself to. They have hangups to heal just like you. So we're all in the same boat, humanity. And on mm. that, we love you, Kalitarati, and we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>
Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe, but only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.